Hi, I'm Ron Gilbert, and welcome to the Thimbleweed Park Stand-Up Meeting Podcast. Every week we go through what we did last week and what we're going to do next week. So this week, let's start with Gary. Okay, so wrapping up the big um, push to finish the town section, which is almost done, pretty much now just going through and polishing, doing bug um, fixes, and then also a few close-up screens. Finished the icons, I believe, yesterday. David put those in immediately i'm always amazed at how quick david can like get things like icons into the game it feels like i draw them and david puts them in in like 30 seconds david i don't know how fast the process is but it seems like it takes you no time at all to do things like that it's about 29 seconds actually (laughs) (laughs) oh look who's bragging (laughs) yeah it's actually easy because you know we use that program that slices up the photoshop files so you know, as long as you're putting them in the Photoshop file in the same place the other ones were, it's literally just dragging the Photoshop file over an icon, and that's it. And what, what, took, what takes the longest was finding the right folder to put them in. <laughs> <laughs> that was it. Once you do the process, it's like seconds. So. Yeah. So, so working on that, um, finished up, I, well, let's see, one last character uh, yesterday, and like I said, um, we wanting to go through all of the bug fixes. The new bug database is is nice, but there's things about it that still bother me. I have this problem because I was so used to run color coding everything that when things are not color coded, it's you know they have like little tiny stars up in the left hand corner that actually don't go across all of the um, across everybody's page. So the, you only see the stars. Yeah, that was that was really weird. That that when you star a bug. Only you see the star. I think that's weird that not every, everybody should see. Yeah. The star. So, so you know, I, I have to. And then, and then I did like one stupid thing where I like had read a bug previously, and I just did the bug I read previously without bothering to to read what Ron had updated to the next day. So I did like the wrong thing. But uh, hopefully, I won't do that too much. You know what I mean? But, well, one, th- one thing I like is you you can you can sort by who it's assigned to so that way i can just keep all mine in in a block if i do and you could you could choose different ways to sort the whole list yeah so i'm getting used to that but it's not that big of a deal i mean i'm I'm used enough to that kind of stuff where it doesn't feel like it's too difficult it's just you know it's that where you're used to using another program for six months and now you have to use a new one you keep like looking you know you keep trying to push the wrong buttons and stuff like that it's a decent um bug database yeah. i do like it the only problem is that it's it's too expensive oh you know it's it's one of those things that you know once the project is over it's like i'm going to shut it down which is too bad i think their pricing is really screwed up and so i that's, that's the one real downside to the um fog bug stuff is their pricing is just complete a complete mess Okay. Well, your Kickstarter dollars at work anyway. Um, and then, um, you know, working with Mark and Octavie, just, you know, uh, making sure that all of the rooms are coming together. But overall, I think this push has worked out pretty well. I mean, what do you guys think? Yeah, I think it's worked out really well. It's it's nice to see everything come together. I think pushes are really important because it kind of forces everybody to do the little details. You know, it's like when you're normally working on a game, there's just lots of little stuff you just kind of push off because there's other big stuff to do. And when you have these sprints, it it laser focuses everyone down to all the details for the little sprint. And that's really noticeable in the game. You know, just all these little things that are that are happening that just make the game feel like it's, you know, almost a finished game. Well, God knows neither you or David would notice all those little details otherwise. 
So that's well, it feel, for I, me. I, I'd feel guilty doing them if it wasn't part of the polish push. Also, <laughs> so is it an excuse to to nitpick? Yes, exactly. So that's it for me. Okay, uh, I'll go next. Uh, doing just a lot of stuff for the polish stuff, getting lots of little things in. I I got a fair amount of the way through the language stuff. So you know, as the as a blog post last week said, I you know, I'm pulling all the text from uh, potentially pulling all the text from the database files now. So that seems to work out well. I'm right now uh, this morning. I was just doing some work with getting the verbs translated. I think the currently the verbs are actually text that's rendered, and I think I'm going to switch those over to where they're they're images, not not like images, you know, for push and pull, but the text is actually images rather than being rendered text because I worry that there's so little space down there in the verb area that when we start to do the foreign languages that some of those languages are just going to need more space and we don't really have the text rendering ability to you know do condensed fonts and change the font sizes down there and all that so i think i may just do those as you know text rendered to images and then the different languages can you know do whatever they need to make the verbs fit down there so that's what i'm working on right now i uh, i got footsteps in that was kind of fun actually so now when the actors walk around they have little footsteps and there's different materials applied to the ground so if they're walking over dirt they have one step and if they walk into a puddle of water then you're little you know splishing and splashing and stuff and that was that was neat to do so just kind of that and bugs david so yeah ron Gave a bunch of new commands that I had fun applying. So there's a like an actor turn to. So you can, if you have an actor facing back, you want him to face front rather than just having him rotate immediately to front. Front he rotates through a side facing automatically. And so all the places where we were doing that manually, I tried to change a few of those. Also, some ways to lock an actor's facing to a specific facing. So you. Like, for example, if he was climbing up a ladder or something, you wanted to face always face back, you could use that. And also was playing with a feature Ron added a while back, which was changing the scale of the actor scales based on regions in a, in a room, um, which doesn't make sense for a regular room, but does make sense for like one of the, one of the streets, like Main Street. I think you did that when, when the actor walks up. The, the stairs in front of the city hall didn't you make those stairs just a little region so they scale a little bit differently on them? yeah i did that and also tweaked the one you did for the bank yeah i thought i thought the city hall stuff actually looked really nice when they yeah. hit the stairs you you feel like they're kind of walking up these stairs and then back even though it's you know it's all just 2d it had a nice kind of 3d feel to it yeah it was just having scale less you know they're slower, I guess, while they're on the stairs because they're really going up rather than back, even though X, the, X, the Y position changes the same. Um, so that was kind of fun. Um, then um, I went through and flagged all the doors in the game so we could, you know, start deciding if we want to do this, but we could select do special things like have a special cursor while you're hovering over it. Um, there's a finished doing the Vista and got the new version of the arcade. I think that was that was it for the first pass of all the town rooms. Mark is now doing a Polish pass. Is that correct? Yeah, he's 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 getting a long list of small little Polish bugs. Right. I did a long list of Rob's bugs where he went through the, the town area 
to find any object that had a hover but didn't have a look at um, text added to it and added a bunch of those. Yesterday, interesting, there was, there was a, a room that Mark had created which worked fine for him to edit. And then I, I did some stuff with it and gave it back to him. We gave it back to him for him to edit. And he, he, his, his Photoshop kept on giving errors and couldn't open the file and wasn't sure what, what the difference was between his Photoshop CS3 and, and the CC205, current 2015 version I'm using. And we thought maybe it was some weird filters or weird commands that we had applied to layers, but I didn't remember doing that. And just by basically removing chunks of the file, giving it two or three versions of test, and finally found that it was the layer level of, of nesting of, of folders that was screwing it up. Um, his version could only nest five deep, and the version I have, or at least the, the version after his, or a couple after his, could go up to 10. So by dropping one of the backgrounds that was deeply nested into another area, um, it just broke for him. So that was kind of interesting to figure that out. Kind of debugging Photoshop. Yeah, that's weird. I can't believe he's on CS3. <laughs> that's like two two steps above D-Paint as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> Mark's a nostalgic purist, I guess. <laughs> and then I started doing some more sound effects. Um, especially in the arcade, there are a bunch of things that seem like it required sounds. And I added a few more for phones and for... Yeah, I was having a lot of fun the other day just walking around getting tokens out of the token machine and then walking over the arcade games and putting the tokens into the machines. It was just, yeah. it was just a lot of fun to, to do that, you know, to watch the characters walk around and reach in the correct places as they picked up stuff or, you know, drop the coins in the machine. And, and it's, it's really kind of neat. I think it's, it's interesting how just having a sound effect kind of fills in for animation that's not there to some degree. Um, like I, I was in my mind, I, I could see the person doing something more than they were doing with just a right. simple reach. Yeah. Cause you heard, you know, you heard that token drop in the coin thing, you know, it, the character was doing a little reach, but I mean, they weren't technically reaching to the right spot. And I mean, there's mm -hmm. all this stuff, but, but, but yeah, you're right. Your mind just fills it in when you hear that sound effect. Um, also got to play with, um, footsteps where I added an area and on main street, we have grass that you walk on. And I actually have a library of like thousands of foot, hundreds of footsteps that I could put in if we wanted to, but I have to restrain myself so we don't overdo it. And also try to have various sound effects for doors opening and closing, depending on what kind of door it is. Um, the wooden door open closed didn't make any sense for the like storefront glass and metal type doors. Right. So I had a different one for that that I put in. And it's kind of fun. I like playing with sounds. Yeah, sounds are fun. I enjoy that too. The problem with sounds is that once you start putting a few in, then it's just painfully <laughs> obvious how bad the game is without it. It's it's like it's like eating potato chips. You can't, you can't <laughs> just put in one sound. Right, right. So I know, and then I have to watch out because I know when music goes in, it's going to really change the sounds. So I don't want to do too much in that fight out. They have to all be redone because the mu music is covering them up something yes you know one shot sounds like door opens and closes stuff shouldn't be an issue it's the it's the more ambient type sounds that mm -hmm. i worry might conflict with the music but yeah. i don't know we'll see yeah i think that's it so i'm waiting for mark to do to, to finish his polish so i could redo all the rooms 
or the you know, add the tweaks that he he did. Yeah, I think he was he was going to wait until he was finished with everything and then just deliver all the polished rooms as one big dump. So do you know when that's going to be? I think it's by the end of the day. Okay, good. So I think I'll be working tomorrow. Okay, is that it? Yeah. Yes. So. All right. Talk to you guys later. Right, okay. Bye. 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 Okay, so level check. Testing, one, two, three, four. Hey there, hi there, hello. All right. I don't know why we do level checks. They're, 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 all the, they're always the same. They've never failed.